Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not gonna believe this. <gasps> what? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not, you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. Okay, let me just tell you a little bit about it, okay? Okay. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Does colon broom also help boost energy? Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay, uh, thanks. Bye-bye. I have to take a picture of you taking a bong rip with the oh, hydrating yeah. mask on. Okay, go. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't want to. Um, I'm gonna. Bar oh, You're gonna. My hands are slimy. I didn't want to do the green hit though, because I was gonna give that to you. Oh. Cute. <laughs> oh. Sorry, it's slimy. It's just the mask. That's fine. I need okay. to put the. I need to put my. Am I gonna do rejuvenating? Or hydrating, brightening, sorry. Mm, a boost of radiance. <laughs> I could use There's that. No, yeah. Lord knows. When in doubt, boost of radiance. Hi, welcome to the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. Hi there, my name is Megan. We are um, at Megan's house uh, wearing sheet masks. I'm about to be wearing a sheet mask. Hold on. Ew, it smells like flowers. Uh, Yuck. I fucking Cherish. hate flowers. Yeah, Cherish hates um, anything that smells good. <laughs> I don't hate flowers. I hate the smell of flowers. Yeah. Weren't you also hating the smell of fresh grass cut or whatever? No, that doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. No, I, I like that, uh, that smell. It's just like summer, you know? Yeah, but spring you're not so into. The smells of spring. The smell of flowers just makes me think about allergies for some reason. Mm -hmm. And like old woman perfume. Yeah. Like musky. Oh, yeah. Perfume. That's what goes through my head when I smell a flower. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that musky, like the lighter. Um, I like fragrances that smell like clean and fresh. Mm -hmm. And I do like the way sandalwood smells. I don't feel like that. Like there's certain, but the musk, 
like the deep remember those used to be like perfume options back in the day it was um something called it was like something musk and then there's like uh another one that people were into like exclamation was yeah it was like a perfume and it came in a bottle with like an exclamation point uh-huh and that was like really popular when i was um when i was a kid it was a weird like baby powder smelling yes yeah i was thinking of that one too and i can't i don't do well with like baby powder deodorant and i'm not dissing those who do but with my body yeah baby soft but my body odor still comes through and so it's like a combination of bo and like a baby guys hold on Uh oh sorry i think i broke it just a second we finally found them and <laughs> no, only be destroyed. Well, I tried to take it off while I was taking a bong rip to be polite, but I should have just waited until you were done talking. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, what were you talking about? Talking about baby fresh oh, deodorant. F- gross smells. Right. Yeah. Combining with body odor. Yeah. I just, um, not a, I'm not a perfume person, period. No. Except that one that you got the other day that you said smelled like a stripper. That one smelled really good to me. <laughs> well, I'm going to give that to you because okay. I, and not that I'm going to think you smell like a stripper. It's cool. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. You can think I smell like a stripper. You can, you know, there's nothing wrong. No. There's nothing wrong with, um, uh, before we started recording, you said you had a dream about me. Oh yeah. So, well, I, you, you were just a fragment of the dream, but you were an essential key player. Okay. And so it basically, it started out that I was in a courtroom for a couple of people that I know. They were, um, they were in court fighting for kind of like a, um, like a parental, like trying to gain a guardianship, not, not custody, but guardianship of a person. And so it was like a big deal. And, but it was like a full court room. Like it was like a. Like if, if it was like a OJ Simpson trial or something like the whole thing was packed just for like a simple like guardianship, um, you know, uh, case or whatever. And so anyhow, the, oh God, I already hear myself doing, um, anyhow and, or don't, whatever. Sh- I don't, okay. Don't I'm not going to be mindful of it, <laughs> but any, they were in this, you know, big packed courtroom and I was there too, like to support them and, it was that particular trial or case ended and it actually like ended favorably, but I was supposed to go back with them home. Like it was somewhere that was far, like up in Seattle. It was actually, it was up in Seattle now that I'm remembering. Okay. And so I was going to have to go ride back with them in a van, you know, out here where I live. And I, for some reason I had tons and tons of stuff. It was almost like I was just like carrying bags of laundry, carrying groceries, carrying a jacket, carrying uh-huh. my purse carrying art supplies like all like and I was like struggling and I kept dropping all this shit and I go outside I'm like dropping shit and for oh that was the other thing I had a giant wad of cash like you know how you see in like like um movies movies yeah where they have just like they open up you know like a suitcase and it's just like rolls and rolls or whatever it, whatever mm-hmm. they're pulling them out of their pocket and it's like um and I kept saying that that was my inheritance money mm. And I had one package of a half of a pack of cigarettes and everyone outside the courthouse kept asking, like bumming, you know, wanting to bum cigarettes for me. 
and um, I was like giving all my cigarettes away and I was like getting really nervous because I kept feeling like I was dropping stuff, like dropping cigarettes, dropping my money. And then I get outside and I have my cell phone in my pocket and I see all these people at this beachfront area and they're all swimming and stuff. So all of a sudden I just get this impulse that I'm going to go swimming too. And I like dive in and then my phone is in my pocket. So it gets, you know, wet Mm -hmm. and basically is not totally dead, but like getting there. Okay. And so I get out of the water. I'm like, oh shit. I had a cell phone in my pocket. I go back in the court room and I remember that I left my purse with like my all of my money in it on a seat. Oh, your fat wad? Yeah, my fat wad and Fuck. everything and a bunch of other shit and clutter in my purse because I remember like rummaging through trying to yeah. find the fat wad and they the fat wad was gone. But then I realized there was these two people sitting to the left of me and it was like the guy, there was a guy and a girl and they were sitting to the left of me and the guy was sitting closest to me and he kept getting like really close talking and like yeah. kind of like rubbing on me or like I could feel his Ugh. skin touching my skin. Well, he was actually kind of like good looking, but, mm. um, but he was being, he was, he was good looking, but it wasn't like, well, it was kind of like one of those dreams where you're like, oh, you know. I'm in a relationship, but right. it still continues to happen. Yeah. And so I go outside because um, I'm like contemplating on what to do. And I and you're the only phone call that would go through on my water damaged phone. Oh. And I was like, Cherish, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm stuck in Seattle. Now I don't have any money. My phone's about ready to just be completely dead. No one knows where I am. Uh, like, all you know, just pretty much anything that could go wrong, you know, like, I had no transportation. Um, the person that was supposed to give me a ride in the van had no idea where I was, all this stuff. And then now I have this guy like hitting on me. Yeah. And um, I would have rest- rescued you. Well, you were just like, Megan, my advice to you is suck every dick that you possibly can <laughs> while you're there. <laughs> Fuck any guy that you want to. Um, just make the best out of it, you know, like blowjobs, whatever you want to do, you know? Um, and I was like, well, but what about Kenny? Like I have a boyfriend and then she's like, and then you, or no, you were like, Megan, Kenny's sick of your shit. Just do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) (laughs) And then I woke up and like Kenny was laying there and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, and I, he said he doesn't. Wow. He doesn't ever. Um, he said he's like, well, he's like, um, so, sorry, I was in another one of your nightmares because mm. they have nightmares frequently, yeah. and he's usually doing something terrible. You yeah, know? Like, they have those. Yeah, I hate it. But um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I I have dreams about you. He's like, but um, he's I don't have nightmares, so he's like, you're just you're just in the scenario. It's not like you're doing anything bad or. Right, you're you know, just there. But <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, my subconscious, like, really <laughs> thinks, you know, because I've had some really bad dreams about him, like, doing, like, the worst things. And then it's like I wake up and he's there and I'm like, <laughs> you know. You motherfucker. Yeah, and then I have to, like, come to realize that that didn't really happen or yeah. whatever because you're usually very realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be stuff that could happen. And I, and I see, like, tiny weird details that, like, you know, would make total sense. But it's then I wake up and I like I have to, I have to like kind of like come down from from this like what the fuck just happened yeah um, but anyways that was it you were just you were there but you were like a big key player because yeah. you were just like do whatever the fuck you want go suck all the dicks you want <laughs> fuck anyone you want nobody cares you know Kenny Kenny's sick of your shit 
<laughs> and go fuck that guy or whatever. Uh, the guy's like rubbing his body all over your body. Nice. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was the dream. I'm okay with that dream depiction of my mom. <laughs> okay. Um, I have something I need to talk to you about. Oh, jeez. I scheduled my stomach surgery. Yeah. Uh, the middle of June. Uh-huh. And in my mind, I mean, of course, it's surgery, but I thought, you know, it's done laparoscopically. Mm-hmm. How big of a deal can it be? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big deal, turns out. Oh. So they're going to basically take... I have a, a large hiatal hernia, so between a third and a half, depending on my body position of my stomach, mm-hmm. is in my diaphragm, which oh is gosh, like up, yeah. it's like pushed up into my chest. Right. And it's from having a baby. Yeah. Scout did that to me. She like kicked my organs up where they're not supposed to be or pushed them wow. out of the way. Yeah. I think because I have such a like short torso or something. Yeah. I don't know. And she's a pretty, she's a pretty big baby yeah, when she's she, born. Yeah. Anyway, what they're going to do is go in and take, take the part of my stomach that's up in my diaphragm, pull it down where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. wrap it around the bottom part of my stomach Weird. and uh, sew it on. So it's like a <gasps> cuff at Whoa. the top of my stomach. I'm showing her with my hands. Yes. It's like a cuff. So we'll take okay. this extra piece, Yeah. wrap it around there, sew it. Uh-huh. And that way it'll keep everything down uh-huh. and it'll keep me from having like acid reflux like I have and right. all of that stuff. Um, so the bummer is that it's, um, I'm going to be on a liquid diet for a little bit afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm going to be on what they call a soft food diet, which yeah. I thought was, you know, like mashed potatoes and smashed bananas and whatever. No, it's not. Yeah. It's like what does it mean? straight up baby food. Oh, like pureed. Pureed, um, yeah. Like a basic. Yeah. Like I can't have anything that has like a seed in it mm-hmm. that could get into the incision. I can't eat. Like after like four weeks or something like that, I get to start incorporating tiny bites of food and it has to be like cut to the size of a pea and I have to chew it into just like mush. Right. Because like if anything gets stuck in there, it's like bad news. So um, it's going to be like six weeks until I'm ready for like food and um, alcohol and anything with Mm -hmm. um, bubbles in it. Anything with uh, yeah, like I can have water and like baby food. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're going to weigh weeks. like, you're going to end up weighing I like know. 75 pounds. I'm going to lose my 20 pounds. <laughs> but that's, yeah. But I mean, that's like not the, the least fun way to do it. For but fuck's sake. Yeah. Like I'm not, like I was just thinking about having that tube down my throat for 24 hours and how obnoxious that was. Mm-hmm. And just like how I had to eat things differently. And there are right. things that I couldn't eat. Like I'm not going to be able to eat meat, bread, like, Fruit, fresh fruit. Yeah. None. Like, I can't have any of that. I can't have anything that could possibly... Potentially, yeah, have just, like, that one thing. Or, yeah, yeah, or, stick. I guess, sticky stuff. No matter how small it is. Yeah, yeah. I can't have it. So, uh, it's going to suck. Yeah. Um, 
we, uh, for, for this, we'll probably like record a few episodes ahead of oh, time. Oh yeah, that's or fine. Take a little hiatus maybe for yeah. a few weeks if we have to. But, um, uh, I'm excited to not have acid reflux anymore. Yeah. Constantly. Mm-hmm. It's, um, ruining my life. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, uh, oh, they told me that, um, afterwards it's going to be really hard to burp. Huh. Which made me and Patrick both really <laughs> sad because I, I belch a lot. It's yeah. like a big part of my personality. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, I'm not... Right. I can't, I can't walk around belching anymore. Well, I mean... I we have them. Yes. We have my belches forever saved on this podcast. How somewhere. about... Yeah, next podcast, just do nonstop. Like, I'll do the podcast bel- belching. I'll just... Every word yes. I say has to be burped out. Yeah. I could probably do that. Yeah, and then... It'll be like a symphony of your burps. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it will also give you like a really good, um, like you're going to have a lot of self-discipline about what you put in your mouth or like a lot of thought to it. So it yeah. could also just be like a really good lifestyle, like, you know, change type sure. thing where you're like, you know, because I, w- I would like to get more thoughtful about like what I eat, you know, instead of just like mindlessly shoving. Like I ate an entire bag of like cream-filled stuffed airhead things the other night <laughs> laying here. And then I went on to eat like a half a bag of sunflower seeds and it was like midnight and I just like... And then what I, did you do at my house the other day? There was sunflower uh, seeds everywhere in I'm the sorry. spare bedroom. I don't know. I've been on a sunflower seed kick lately, but I do it until like basically it starts like my tongue starts getting like raw, numb. Yeah. yeah. And so then it's no longer appealing, uh-huh. but I'll still just like, cause it's like, I like the oral fixation, you know, it yeah. helps me to also just not smoke. Like if I'm going, like if I'm uh, driving mm-hmm. long distance and I just constantly have something that's, and I like salty things. Yeah. But I was also talking to my coworker about how he got really bad kidney stones he was talking about, because we were, we were talking about, like, energy drinks and stuff. and just yeah, how so bad. Yeah, and then how, um, like, he was, um, well, I don't want to divert off your, like, you're still talking about your um, stomach thing. But it, no, it was done. just being conscious, of trying to be more conscious about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, I think because I'm never really forced to do yeah. it, you know, and even after all the recommendations from doctors of things that I should not be eating at all, I still really struggle like with not eating yeah. like tomatoes. Like I'm not supposed to eat tomatoes. I love tomatoes. Like I've loved them since I was like a little kid. And then yeah. when we live, when I lived out at your place and they were like, just like growing, growing. In abundance. Yeah. But, um, it makes my skin, everything like I get like really, that's like my rosacea like breaks out and I get like weird pustules and like yeah. weird shit all over my face and stuff. But I'm like, at least, like, sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. Like, uh-huh. I love tomatoes so much. I'm willing to endure, like, some, you know, yeah. <laughs> gross face <laughs> for a few days or whatever just to have a tomato. But anyways, he was doing this. He was talking about how he used to go and do, like, work on or install or something or um, or build or be a part of um, the, like, cell phone towers. And, like, going, like, 300 feet up in the air, but, like, doing, like, crazy long, like, 27-hour-long shifts. Um, and, like, just having to drink Red Bull after Red Bull after Red Bull. And then he was talking about how he started also getting an addiction to sunflower seeds because he was driving, like, a long-haul truck. 
or in you know like or doing long distance driving and like i don't know if it was a long haul truck but probably was i guess if they were carrying like equipment mm -hmm. anyway and so he would have to stay alert and so he'd be like eating the sunflower seeds because that was keeping him like you know kind of focused doing something right and then get out of here stan just lay down God. um and then he was drinking so many red bulls he said like within three months he got like severe kidney stones, kidney stones. Yeah. and he thought like he his roommate had just left or something i guess he thought he was he had maybe his appendix burst or something because he was like suddenly and he was felt embarrassed because he was like laying on the ground but he was like what do i do and he's like Ugh. it just kept getting worse and so then he had to you know call the ambulance but i was just like he told me that story and I've been cutting down my Red Bull addiction yeah. and my um, salty things, but I'm still, like, I should probably not be doing that at all, but to just, like, cut myself off, you know, like, yeah. my willpower is, but for you, it's like this whole journey is, like, one of those things where you can't afford to have, like, a slip of something, and so no. that's really going to be, like, really hard. It sounds like it'd be really hard, but yeah. it also sounds like it might have, like, some good, like, after benefits yeah um whether you wanted that or not yeah but maybe i should do it with you and um uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we can yeah we, puree uh, everything that you eat yeah you can't i can't drink out of a straw either because of the chances of burping so yeah i don't know that i'm going penis straws are out of the picture i could go i could do like a juice diet or, or like a not a juice diet but like a smoothie diet or something and um like maybe you know, uh, I don't know. You but can use I, a straw though, because I don't know. Like what? Like do you just like take a bag of frozen peas and like put them in a blender and then drink that? There's got to be a I, way to make it. I fucking hate peas. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, not peas. Maybe yams. Do you hate yams? No, I like yams. I like yams too, and they usually make me feel like good. Or you know, I can just chug Scouts baby food. Oh, um, there you go. Pouches. Could, I wonder if you could do that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They're There's, pureed. Yeah. They're made to not be choked on. Yeah. But I mean, like, their ingredients, do they taste good? I mean, I guess they make them to taste mm -hmm. good so that a baby would actually want to eat it. You know, I'll probably get more, like, fruit and vegetables and, like, more of a balanced diet from yeah. <laughs> from what I That's have That's what to I'm do. saying. Like, you, but, won't, you won't even... Like, I've always been forced to get healthier. Yeah. Like, when I quit smoking the first time, it was because mm -hmm. I got pregnant with Sophie. Um, when I quit smoking the second time, it was because I was about to have my wisdom teeth out. Yeah. Um, when I was pregnant with Scout, I had gestational diabetes, so I had mm -hmm. to completely change my diet. But mm -hmm. that was totally easy. Yeah. Because I was pregnant, and that's all I cared about. Yeah. Um, pregnancy also made me quit I smoking weed. Pregnancy always makes you like, yeah, because you're thinking about another life now. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So I didn't smoke weed. I had to I had to get off all of my like medications that help my brain work because they would affect her, and or they could potentially affect her. Um, hey, you don't growl. But yeah, uh, and then this is gonna force me to lose the twenty pounds that I've been wanting to lose. So yeah. Well, but that's big news. Yeah, fun stuff. So how long uh, have you known this? Probably months? Just, nope. Okay. <laughs> a few days. <laughs> okay, good. Wow. 
Um, um, I just have to throw in that Cherish usually tells me about the major things that are going on, like either after the fact <laughs> or um, when it's really, I don't know, like a long time after she's known. <laughs> You're not the only one that complains about that. Uh, in, I know. Uh, in my friends, um, Ireland Megan also complains about that. She says that um, every, time, well, every time I tell her something going on, I'm like, hey, so just so you know, having this kind of health problem. Yeah. She's like, why didn't you tell me? Well, I guess. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. No, I get that you need to probably, you know, process it for yourself and stuff. Well, you know, I don't and, ever think anything's a big deal. Yeah. I don't ever like, think. tough. I guess. I don't know. I just like, I don't. The way I need to think about it is if Megan was going through this. Mm-hmm. Would it be, like, a big deal to me, you know? Mm-hmm. If Megan was having what, this what health it? problem, you know? <laughs> yeah. And most of the time, the answer is going to be, fuck, now. I don't give a fuck about Megan. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, but, no, but, I mean, I get it. It's just always, like, when you tell me, like, you know, something's going on, I'm, like, have to brace myself because it's usually because it's something, like, serious going on. <laughs> I, I, oh, God, my, I hope have... you can't hear my stomach crawling into the microphone. Um. Do you need to stop for a snack? No, no, no. No, I'm fine. There's no snack that I would want to snack on right this moment, but... Um, oh, speaking of snacks, when you're talking about um, sunflower seeds, Mm -hmm. have you ever tried Gerber Puffs? Oh, yeah, I have. I love those Gerber Puffs. These are a great thing to just sit and eat and eat and eat and eat. They have, like, no calories. The vanilla ones taste like fucking cupcake frosting. Every flavor is good. The sweet potato ones are bomb. Mm. But I I started buying them for when I work because I noticed myself just sitting there eating, like, chips and shit Yeah. while I'm working because I just, you know, have like ADD and out. do yeah. something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I buy myself Gerber Puffs. Ooh. And they're not salty. They have, like, little yeah. vitamins in them and stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like there was something, some kind of puff that was a baby puff but it was banana flavor a long time ago they, have they still have yep. those oh gosh because yep. i used to always just do banana like, get baby down f- on those ones banana baby food mm-hmm. is so good. it is so good yeah yeah i will eat that shit all day yeah. i don't care um should we read an email Oh, yes, please, because that's what exactly I think that um, we have been neglecting doing for a bit. Should I let you read? Do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Sure. Let's take a tiny little breaky. Okay. We're going to read an email. Megan's going to read it to us. Okay. I've even put on my glasses. Oh, Grammy. (laughs) Yeah. Cute. All right. Are we ready? I'm so ready. Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) You beautiful ladies ask for embarrassing stories. This one is a doozy. In the height of 2020 quarantine, my sister and I concocted a plan to safely take our annual sibling vacation. We decided to do a road trip with matching camper vans complete with walkie-talkies for those areas with no self-service. That's really genius. Yeah. Nice and socially distanced fun, right? Unfortunately, the trip was cursed from the start. The mishaps included being broken down on the side of the road, robbery, yes, the assholes stole the walkie-talkies. Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. And then 
Uh, and the loss of a beloved pet. Oh, no. Oh, terrible. By the time we reached the final stretch of the trip, we were done. Because we had to return the vans, uh, vans in Las Vegas, we spent the final nights of the trip at Lake Mead. We settled in a nice camp spot right at sunset. The next morning, we realized the campground had only a few sparse trees that barely provided enough shade for one dog. We were overheating fast. Thanks to global warming, the campgrounds are now miles from the lake. We grabbed our paddle boards and kayaks and drove to the lake where we had a lovely afternoon on the water swimming and paddling. That, yeah, that, does, that, that part sounds nice. I'm okay. afraid, though, because I, <laughs> I feel like this is like not going to get, this going to get like something bad's going to happen soon. Okay. By the time we headed back to the van, it was getting dark. The temperature changes fast in the desert, which is, yes, I can contest to that. I had no desire to sit in my wet uh, swimsuit bottoms on the drive back to camp, so mm-hmm. I wrapped a towel around my waist and took them off. No one was, re- no one was the wiser, right? Back at camp, I went to the side of the van to grab a change of clothes and head to the washroom. Unfortunately, my boyfriend, unbeknownst to me, had tossed the boats right on top of my bag of clothes. I climbed up on the lip of the side van door and began to tug on the kayak so I could free my bag. Suddenly, I lost my grip on the wet boat and went flying backward. Mm. Ay ay ay. I tried to stop my fall with my right foot. Bad choice. Mm. My foot twisted and a searing pain shot out my leg. Oh, no. Ugh. The impact also loosened the towel. Oh. Ay, ay, ay. As I said, I feel like this just can keep getting worse. Um, unable to hold my weight on the damaged foot, I fell backward and the towel went flying. And I landed spread eagle on the ground. Ay, ay, ay. Oh. Flip-flops pointed to the sky. I laid there in agony, exposed to the world, and laughed, cried, unable to move. My boyfriend stood rooted to the spot with his mouth hanging open. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) And his eyes shifting back and forth between my exposed crotch Mm -hmm. and my face. (laughs) My brother-in-law stood staring at the sky while folding and unfolding the same tarp over and over. Behind me, I heard my sister incapacitated with laughter. She managed to squeak out a request for her husband to help me since he was the closest to me at that point. He replied, I I, I don't think I can. I added a stutter. So her brother-in-law is supposed to help her up? Yeah. Sister, do it. My boyfriend finally came to me and his first move was to cover me up with a towel. Oh, yeah. Where's the boyfriend been? Well, okay. he was he Just was doing something. Hold stand- on. Drew, should I go back? Because I feel like he was doing something. Standing there with his mouth agape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he was doing something. Unfortunately, my brother was going to toss the post. Okay, wait. He already fucked up there. Okay. Maybe he was. <laughs> the, oh, my boyfriend stood rooted to the spot with his mouth hanging. Oh, he did. He was yeah. standing there with his mouth agape. Okay. okay. <laughs> my boyfriend finally came to me. Okay. And his first move was to cover me up with a towel. Frozen. Yeah. Shock. shock. Okay. He then asked, are you laughing or crying? (laughs) I said, both. (laughs) I added some emotion there. That's when he lost it. My sister eventually made her way to the other side and they took an arm and attempted to lift me into a chair. The moment I was vertical, 
the towel dropped. Oh, the moment I was vertical, the towel dropped to the ground. Oh, man. I spent the rest of the night in a chair with an elevated foot while my campmates plied with me or plied me with a canned wine to dull the pain. Mm. That was when I noticed the other problem uh, with the lack of trees. Oh, no. I could see perfectly into the other campgrounds on all three other sides, which were, of course, filled with families. Oh, oh well. Long story short, my foot was broken in two places and my ankle was severely sprained. Oh. Yeah. I had nowhere to go anyway, plus I had a great quarantine story to spice up Zoom happy hours with friends. <laughs> Zoom? <laughs> but I don't know that I'm supposed to read her last her name. Um, yeah, so. if they put it on oh. there, you can read it. And that was from our friend Mandy. Thank you, Mandy. I that love was it. Riveting. That sounds really awful. Fuck. That's terrible. Um, there was something else I was going to talk to you about. Hold on one second. You know what's so funny? What? Um, Patrick just, I was just listening to our last episode because I have to edit that one and yeah. get it out by like Tuesday. Yeah. I was listening to it, our last episode, which was with Patrick. Yeah. And he heard it. Uh-huh. In the bathroom, and he goes, ugh, ugh. Like, I hate, I hate the sound of my own voice. Oh. Isn't that so funny? That is funny, because I feel like he has a comforting voice. I think so, too. But, yeah, like, it's, a lot of people don't like the sound of their own voice, I guess. I don't. You know? I hate it. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't like the sound of my own voice or necessarily the way that I talk. A lot of times. Yeah. I don't, I don't. But I also don't really give a fuck, whatever. Yeah, I don't, like, mind, like, the tone of my voice, but I do, like, um, have, I guess, my focus is usually on saying, like, like, (laughs) 800 times, Uh or all those other things that I throw in. Yeah, I could just go without those, but... Then maybe but, what would I have to say? But I noticed, <laughs> like, I noticed in listening to our recording that Patrick mm-hmm. says, you know, a lot. He oh, doesn't, okay. He doesn't say like. He almost says, you know, in like a Midwestern kind of way. Yeah. Is Colorado is the Midwest? Uh, well, I guess maybe it would depend on what side of the state, maybe. Like yeah. If you're on the Western side. I don't know. Or, I mean, on the Eastern side of Colorado, of... that might be. I don't know. Well, I don't know where the border on. is. Um, so if you didn't want to wear a special facial mask that looks like foreign yeah. skin. That was the other thing when you were telling me this serious information about your, you, um, you had your face mask on, but it was <laughs> oh, also like hanging off. <laughs> so I was like trying to like look at you, like taking this information in seriously, but also while you're telling me, it's just like this <laughs> mask's like... You're like dropping off the side of your face. Yeah, that's and, why I took um, it off early because it was already, it yeah. wouldn't stay on. My dry ass face rejected <laughs> the moisture. What's it called? Hydration. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're laying down in a position, it, it won't like slide off your face. That makes sense. You're probably not supposed to be standing up and no. talking while you have one on one- as I am. This one says 10 minutes. This um, one says 20 minutes. I was thinking on the way here, hmm. do you think that that oyster shell place 
put up those no trespassing signs because of us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but now I've been driving by and I see they have like a, like a, something else is going on there. Did like you see it? Do they have like, like a, a security stand camera? Or something? I don't know, but they have, it seems like a, it seemed like they had like a station where you could walk up to it that had a cover over it now. And I don't. Or you could buy them? I don't know. That would be cool. <laughs> because of, you didn't want to steal them off yeah. the ground. I just, they were just on the ground though. Well, at the time there was no sign. So I just thought no. it was like a dumping ground for mm-hmm. oyster, excess oyster shells. Yeah. Which we used to line the garden. Yeah. To keep slugs out. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't like the texture of the outside of the shell. Yeah. Well, at the top, especially it gets like really jagged. Yeah. Well, you know, like on the top or Rough. the outer part of the yeah. shell. And since we did that, now that same place has a bunch of no trespassing signs. I know. <laughs> yeah. Which sucks because somebody wanted me to go there and get some. And I was like, no. well, can't do that anymore. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Whoops. Probably our fault. Yeah, that's okay. We, um, did, we didn't know. I haven't been having my explosive diarrhea problems ever since. That's <laughs> really weird. You said yeah. ever since we did the colon, colon groom commercial, that like whole night that I stayed at your place yeah. and we tried to record it that one night and then I got like the C constipation yeah. after that. Like I have not been having explosive diarrhea problems like ever since that weird oh night. Oh my God. So I don't know. Like it was just maybe just even saying the words colon broom were strong, strong enough to like, I don't know. Colon broom's magic. What? <laughs> Colon, Colon broom. broom. Uh, promo code worst day ten. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars off. Well, wait, maybe free shipping. Constipation. Well, as opposed she to she didn't it, have any of it. Yeah, she just. It's just Megan has a constant problem with the D. Diarrhea. <laughs> it's um, become part of her regular life. Yeah. And just coincidentally, we do this colon broom commercial. And now she happens to be reg- regular. Well, it, it started out constipation and right. then it turned into just a, a regularity. Wow. I know. I know. It's really weird. I haven't really quite figured it out. But I also thought maybe it was like, this, I don't know if it was the um, sunflowers I've been sunflower seeds I've been eating, or um, hmm. something else that's helped me get through this problem. But I'm not having that chronically at this time in my life. Knock on wood. Woo, doggy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I made a note to remind me to tell you one funny thing. Oh, yeah. That I learned about alligators. Oh, yeah, After yeah. Patrick did his alligator hunting trip. Yeah. Um, he said that, well, at least one of them did this. I don't know that all of them did this. Mm-hmm. But one of them, they pulled up and it was too small. So they ended up just like, un, you know, they, they death roll themselves and get all tied up in your fishing line. So you have to like clip it and untie them and stuff. Even though you're going to throw them back, it takes a while. So while they're doing this, like, this particular alligator, the whole time he's going, oh, 
Oh no. Aww. Like just making horrible. like yeah. It's like, it sounds like, like a family sounds, yeah. It's yeah, just like bummed out. Uh huh. Like, you got me. Oh. 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 <laughs> because both of these things involve you being naked. Oh, okay. These two stories. Okay. The first uh-huh. was when you were house-sitting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, um, that one, that one was, like, weird because I had to, like, go and remember exactly how that went down. What do we, what is the other thing I was talking about? The other thing... <laughs> The other one, if it's mm-hmm. easier, that I thought about um, was uh, they were showing your house. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The date. To yes. potential okay. renters. Yeah, that was a good one or bad one <laughs> of a day, but a good um, stupid story. But, yeah, that was when we were living kind of over by the Safeway. And it was this pretty cool, like, I feel like that house was really cool. Like, especially yeah. that, that neighborhood and stuff um, that we got, like, a good deal on rent there. But it was, um, it had a basement. And the basement could be kind of used as sort of, I guess, a studio. Had, like, a, a toilet down there and everything. Um, and so, and that was during the time that I was going through um, the breakup with Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, So we were, Savannah and I were like down in the basement and then like Dave and Sophie, Sophie were like still kind of like on the upper part of the house. And so we were like on the verge of moving out of the house and the rental property management company started giving showings. And so um, Dave and I at that time were just kind of communicating about these kinds of things because he was working and stuff. Um. And just, like, letting each other know, like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, somebody's going to come over by the house today to show, you know, to the rental management company or whatever's going to show the house. Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. But on this particular day, he um, forgot to tell me Mm. that anyone was going to be showing up at Mm. the house for showing. And I was downstairs naked (laughs) Mm -hmm. in my bed, which I very seldom do, which is weird. Really? Like I'm not, I do not like sleeping naked. I imagine you sleeping naked all the time. I hate sleeping naked. I do too. Yeah. I do not like the sen- sensation of like, I just want the sensation of clothing, but not just naked sheets on my body. That's so funny because you have so many stories where you end up naked mm-hmm. and I assumed that you slept naked. No. Funny. No. Okay. I feel like, I feel like sleeping naked almost just jinxes me or dooms me for something bad to happen but on that morning I was sleeping naked I don't know why and I hear the sounds of voices coming from upstairs you know and footsteps going but it wasn't familiar you know like voices voices or sounds it wasn't Savannah right wasn't Dave wasn't Sophie it was just like some 
oh, okay, and this is the, you know, yeah. kitchen. And I was like, oh, fuck. so I go and I'm like, oh no, you know, like there's people, I can hear them like moving about and but going to the place. bedroom. Yeah. So I book it out of my bed, but my legs were both asleep. Yes, because that was like something that was happening to me a lot. Oh like my, my legs were falling asleep. So the minute I hit the floor with my legs, I just collapsed. Oh. Like my legs gave out from under me. Like especially if I'm woken up too early. It's so my blood pressure is really low usually, yeah. especially in the morning, like after sleeping, if I'm in a deep sleep. It's your thyroid. It's probably my thyroid <laughs> part to do with it. But so my legs gave out, I collapsed, and I'm like on gross, like, I think it was, I don't even know, it was like linoleum floor, and I was just like sliding my naked body, <laughs> trying to like get... Pulling it with yes, your arms. Yes, with my arms. I was okay. pulling my dead weight, dead legs, trying to drag myself to my bathrobe. And so I finally like slither... <laughs> quickly to get my bathrobe and get my bathrobe i'm putting my bathrobe on just as the real estate person or um, property management lady is opening the door and then she's like oh oh my gosh i'm you know i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and i was like no i'm sorry and, and then she was like and they were standing like kind of like because that basement had just like a narrow stairwell so it was like the people that she was showing the house to were still kind of like like i had to like get around them in a really awkward way to get up and out just to escape because I was so caught off guard, so freaked out. I did not want to stay there in the bedroom right. while she's showing it to these strangers and it was just so uncomfortable. So I booked it up the stairs and I was just like, I'm so sorry. You know, I wasn't expecting anybody, just whatever I could say really quickly ran up there and then just got in my car and just proceeded to like drive around in my bathrobe. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't stop anywhere. I just kept having to like drive because I couldn't get out. I was like naked under, just in a bathrobe. Uh -huh. So I just drove around for I think like a half of an hour. I kept driving by the house to see if the, you know, rental or the property management car was gone. And, and then when it was safe to be able to go back inside and I can't remember, like <sighs> something weird happened during my, I think I was like out of gas or something and like had to go to the gas station or just something Ugh. stupid just kept ensuing, but it was just dumb. And that lady already thought I was just a total Dilrod. And <laughs> she later came like when we finally cleared out the entire house for some reason at that time, I thought it was cool to try to do anal enemas like to myself rectal mm. enemas mm -hmm. like to clean out my colon <laughs> sophie's face yeah so i was going in the bathroom and i was hanging up this enema bag that i would mm -hmm. fill with different things um Ooh. like coffee enemas and stuff yeah and so i hung <laughs> i hung this bag on the doorknob in the bathroom and i would just like lay on the ground with a towel and put the hose up my butt <laughs> and then to the enema <laughs> But that bag, the enema bag, I, like, put it way high up into one of the, the shelves in the bathroom. And when the property management lady came to do the final go-through with Dave in the house to, like, check everything uh -huh. and make sure that, you know, the house was in good standing order. It was, like, I guess the final inspection. Yeah. She was, like, you know, like, patting around in the <laughs> thing. And then she... <laughs> touches the enema bag and then I guess pulls it out. Uh -huh. This is according to Dave because Dave later called me and was like, hey, uh, I think I have something of yours like in the trunk of my car. 
but it was because she pulled oh, and you it just out. Broke up. That's yes, so embarrassing. it was so embarrassing. Like, oh. oh, you know, I think you like you might want this back, and I'm like, Ugh. what is it? And then he explained to me the story and how when she pulled it out, and then she looked at it, she's like, what is this? And she's like, oh. and she realized what it was, like a gross enema bag, and she was like, oh. Oh, just like handed it to Dave, oh. and then he was like, "Oh, you know, that's Megan's or was whatever." It clean? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I think it was clean. I mean, what I, if it I, I was like coffee grounds, and I don't know. I usually was really <laughs> sterile with that thing because I was like trying to do it like for medical reasons. I was like, but I think it was clean. I can imagine you being in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And leaving some coffee grounds in there and throwing it up there and being like, oh, fuck with it later. It's possible. It's yeah. really possible. Back then? But that, yeah, that was. I, and then, yeah, Ooh. Dave called and was like, yeah, so I uh, have something of yours. It was like, you know, kind of like when we did the final thing, you know. So, and um, Yeah. <laughs> I, uh. Yeah. I don't know how to, you know, bring this up. but uh, And then I was like, please, just throw it in dumpster or garbage like i don't want that back yeah i wasn't gonna like drive across town to get my like enema up bag you're so embarrassing someone who you anyway broke up with that yeah want to be away from <laughs> well i mean yeah but it but it wasn't like a sentimental item you know like right. my mom gave me a you know something um, and like <laughs> that it was, was my like mother's a, enema bag yeah I, oh yes i must meet you we'll you know drive yeah. um I wouldn't know. I wouldn't recognize an enema bag if I saw it. It kind of almost looks like one of those, like, um, heat, like the old school, like, bags that they used to use for, like, a, and they, it may even be the same bag. It's, like, those red bags, and they, like, have, like, a. pad? Yeah, like, where you can use it for cramps or. Hot water bottle. Yeah. It's not this kind that you, like, put on your head that has the, um, you know, like, the, you can fill it with hot water, yeah. put ice in it, and use it like that. But it's kind of almost the same idea. I think okay. that can be used for that, or it can be used with um, cleaning out your colon. Or Did it have a hose mm-hmm. attached to it? Yeah. Okay. It could attach a whole hose. <laughs> <laughs> but you could also just fill it with water and not attach a hose. I think it's multi-purpose. The only time I've ever had to have use an enema uh-huh. was right after I got my rib removed and I was having a really hard time uh I had a C problem oh yeah yeah from like the medications and yeah stuff. the pain meds and anytime I tried to stretch my pain meds out so that I could take a shit mm-hmm. it it the pain was so intense it was like I can't I can't I can't do it yeah. and it's so hard when you're recovering from surgery you know they tell you to take your pain meds before you feel the pain because it's so much easier to stay on top of it Mm -hmm. and keep it away Mm -hmm. rather than it's here now and let's make it go away you know Mm -hmm. the first idea was like the fiber supplement drink yeah um, the, the second idea was, yeah, the laxatives, of course. Like, I had been taking those the whole time, though, and mm-hmm. nothing was happening. And it was getting painful, and where I was, like, not eating anything and everything sucked. Uh, I would so much rather have the D than the C. Yeah. Yeah, C is no... It's terrible. But um, I tried an enema twice and nothing happened nothing came loose 
Yeah. Then I went on to um, the shit that they make you drink uh, before you have a colonoscopy mm -hmm. to like clean out everything. Yeah. Um, I drank one of those. And in my mind, I was like, okay, the last time I was constipated like this, this thing did it. Mm -hmm. This was my last resort. Like it sucked, but it got everything out. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. And after drinking that, I was sitting in my parents' bathroom mm -hmm. because that's where I was recovering from the surgery. And I was talking to Patrick on the dating app, just like chatting with him. And while I was doing that, I was vomiting and like curled up in a ball on the floor crying because I was so upset my final thing that finally worked last yeah. time didn't work this time i was just vomiting it up god even before that my brother had made me these like you know um shots of like whatever who knows apple cider vinegar mixed with whatever yeah. and like like a did, homeopathic type we did mineral oil we did like um uh castor oil like we mm -hmm. just we tried everything and this this one weird bubbly drink was my like last thing to try right and it was making me vomit oh no and I was just crying on the floor because I was so sad I thought for sure that was gonna do it yeah and what ended up happening was I had to stop mm -hmm. taking my pain meds for a little bit and yeah. endure the pain uh-huh of like not only like the bone that had been sawed through and removed, but the incision. Oh. That was the worst part was the incision is just like burning, that burning pain. Yeah. Just miserable. But that was the only way I could take a shit. Yeah. And it was like 14 days after my surgery. Oh, geez. it was so like. Loud. I was about to go to the emergency room kind of. Yeah. Constipated, which is terrible yeah i'd rather have diarrhea than that honestly yeah Daily. But, yeah but i mean it's all like real stuff though i mean Oof. i don't know what they even would do i just imagine like at some point if somebody could become so backed up that they would do like they would you know like where they would put you under and then send like some kind of like something up uh -huh. to, like break up the mass of hardened yeah, like, you know, they'd have to like, it's like becomes like a clay like material like because you don't want to like you get impacted yeah, colon. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, like perforate shit. Or, and I was you know. scared of that. I was like, yeah. what is going on down low? Because <laughs> like, <Sophie's> face. <laughs> you sure you want to be in here, love? You can, uh, you can go in the other room if you want. <laughs> you enjoying this conversation? Is it grossing you out? Um, a little bit. <laughs> You're trying okay. to process it. We'll just wait till it happens to you or not. Hopefully not happen to you. Yeah. But have um, aging bowel problems because <laughs> I think that definitely elderly people definitely have to deal with being constipated a lot. It sounds like because of the push of prunes and everything else like keep, you know. Well, it's just like your digestive system starts working less efficiently. Right. Yeah. Like as you get everything older, slows, slows down yeah. and like your metabolism, but like you don't want to repeat any of those moments cuz like sitting on the toilet and just like 
It's like your body's like doing uh, what? Is, like it's um, uh, <laughs> your muscles spasming. are spasming. Yeah, you feel like the spasm and the like, and you're just like sitting there, and it's just, and then the other additional. It's, it's yeah, no, it's the worst. But oh, that's why I think that like maybe you know, maybe um, this situation where you have to be on this strange like diet thing yeah. might be like a strange godsend and then we can start a strange um gastrointestinal cult <laughs> we can all <laughs> adhere to it okay <laughs> and you can be the um who was that what's that guy's name it was like the leader of the hail bop comet people the um um they like wore the heaven's gate heaven's gate that's right but the yeah, leader they... of the heaven's gate cult Marshall Herf Applewhite Jr.? Yeah, but he went by a different name in his... When he was, like, the guru. Okay. Doe? Oh, Doe. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I can be the Doe. Yeah. Um, I think it's way more appropriate if you uh-huh. are the leader of the gastrointestinal gastro- cult. Gastrointestinal cult, but... Well, but you're going to find the answer. So you're, you're going to find the answer that solves the problems of the gastrointestinal health issues. Surgery? By rebooting. Well, just by rebooting your, your um, like what you eat. Like you're rebooting your, the system of, you know, That's like you're starting from a baby. <laughs> you're, it's like you're rebooting your system. You think that's gonna what's gonna happen? Kind of, yeah, because you have to do this whole entirely like from one extreme to the other of you're your regular diet. So yeah, you're gonna be like totally cleansed out. You're probably gonna have like because I feel like when I've done um, actual cleanses or anything where you're um, like fasting that sort of thing, you start yeah. kind of getting like tripped out. You start getting kind of tripped out in your mind. What? Yeah, it's like a rebirth. Oh, so I cool. feel like you're going to get rebirthed, and then after the rebirth, then you will be the dough of the gastrointestinal <laughs> okay. colony of followers, yeah. cult following. Uh, that reminds me, I've been, like, slowly designing merch as I have moments of time. Yeah. And some of the ones that I, um, some of the just stupid t-shirts that I've made. Mm-hmm. Golden pussy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Golden titties. Golden bowels. <laughs> There's a lot of goldens. <laughs> um, just, yeah. Then just a uh, plain old worst day of my life shirts. Um, what else did I make? Uh, sativa diva. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Is it? Yeah. Um, uh, well, don't forget soul, soul sisters, soulmates, soul soulmates, or whatever. I guess soulmates? yeah, soulmates. Okay. Let me make a list. Oh, oh, I wrote it down. Okay, see you next Tuesday. But it'll yeah. be like a C with a U N T. Right. And then the writing off to the side. See you next Tuesday. Diarrhea Diva. Crohn's Crew. Crohn's Crew, yes. Anyway, I'm slowly working on on things. And then once I have some things, I'll make it. 
available to everybody. But I'm mostly just designing t-shirts that I myself want to wear. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for um, any, even if it's like um, one, one merch item. I really need your input too. Yeah. Well, no, I like that. I was excited about um, all those ideas. I think that uh, the multitude of goldens should be on some kind of like a, a golden color background or something like that. So I, um, or, um, I designed it on black, but it can go or like the words or something. I feel like other something. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the words are gold. And mm-hmm. then there's, uh, like, oh yeah, a little, um, sunburst yeah around it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's really cute yeah. actually yeah and i like well, it would probably be like super dorky but um the soul soul mates yeah because we're talking about the yin and yang of feet being design, like a foot <laughs> we should design like one of those feet those bff necklaces uh-huh. but it's feet. feet yes yeah but and in the yin and yang friend yeah. Um, something, yeah. But just for you and I. When did you ever talk about feet? You, you're not caught up on the episodes, loaf. <laughs> Nobody is. It's okay. It's okay. We are. So, should we wrap this bitch up? We might be able to. I don't know. Do you think we can? Let me see. Has it been <sighs> enough? If anybody else has any ideas um, of, like, things that they've heard on our podcast that would make interesting merch. Um, remind me of them. You can email us at the worst day podcast at gmail.com. You can also send us stories of the worst day of your life. Um, they're usually really terrible, embarrassing things, but if you have something deeper, you want to get off your chest, you're welcome to send us that too. Any Anything that um, you want to send us, we'll read it. Um, we are on Instagram. It's just the worst day of my life. Dot podcast. Um, I usually put post picture. I usually post pictures on there that are like relevant to our episode. So, like for this one, I took a picture of Megan taking a bong rip with a sheet mask on her face. Yes. Um, so that picture will be on there. Maybe some others. Who fucking knows? Um, and then we have a wonderful Facebook group. just called The Worst Day of My Life. But um, Other than that, just uh, remember that it could always be worse. And we will see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.